Let's talk about money and how money can actually be an obstacle to making your dreams come true. Welcome to the What Could Right Go Right podcast. What could go right? I could we, say it right. We could say it right. That this, would be. On this podcast, we talk about how to make midlife more meaningful by thriving as a person, partner. as a partner, and as a parent. I'm Emily Orton. I am Eric Orton. And in 2014, we bootstrapped a year on a sailboat with our five kids, and then we reverse engineered a way, a template, a seven-part template for going after big dreams. And we've done it again and again, everything from writing a book to climbing cliffs to traveling the world. And we created this podcast to help you master midlife. Yes, yes, yes. So before we get into how money can be an obstacle to your dreams, I want to talk about Fezziwig Day. For those of you that don't know, also quickly, Emily mentioned our book. The book is Seven at Sea. If you haven't read it, it's really great. You should definitely read it and give it an Amazon review. Yeah, um, if you don't trust us, check the Amazon reviews and see see if you're interested. You so Fezziwig Day is coming up, and our boat that we live on was named Fezziwig, and we won't get into what that means right now. You can read the book. But... February 8th is Fezziwig Day. And so as we approach Fezziwig Day, we want to celebrate and we want to celebrate with you. Just so you know, we celebrate Fezziwig Day by eating cinnamon rolls. And what's wrong with that? Like what, who doesn't want to do that? Wherever we are in the world, we and our children all eat cinnamon rolls on that day. Because that was one of our favorite comfort foods when we first moved aboard and we were really struggling and trying to figure out life. So here's what we want to do discovery calls. You've heard me talk about them before. You go to our website, theawesomefactory.nyc forward slash discovery. A discovery call is for you. It's a way to discover what's possible in your life, how it can, how you can make your midlife as meaningful as possible. And how much does it cost since we're talking about money today? The price to you today, right now, is the low, low price of absolutely Nothing at all. No money whatsoever. It's free. No money whatsoever. So you can schedule a discovery call for free. And here's the fun part. For the first 10 people that hear this and sign up for a discovery call, we are going to send cinnamon rolls directly to your door, our treat. How's that sound? You want to party with us? I love it. Cinnamon roll party across the nation. Okay. This is only for people, residents in the U.S. These are yeah, not, U.S. addresses. We're not shipping cinnamon rolls to Australia. Or, or, you know. Sorry, guys. We can we can definitely Good send you our recipe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So forward slash discovery. Check out the new website. Emily did a great job revamping it. And also, um, anyway, yeah. And you, you'll get cinnamon rolls. So sign up. First 10 people to sign up. And uh, happy Fezziwig Day in advance. Okay, let's talk about money. I mean, let's, cinnamon let's rolls are money. fun, but I think... Money is even more fun than cinnamon well, rolls? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Controversial. So money and... So many people think you got to have money first and then you can dream big. Um, but sometimes that belief can actually block you from bursting out of your comfort zone. Sometimes that is actually uh, an excuse and sometimes it can really trip you up when you're trying to get to a big dream. I'm gonna talk about what we what we come across often as we, we, we've been through this same hurdle and we come across it often when we coach folks. Um, a lot of couples and individuals get on with us and they say, you know, well, we, we try to get to bedrock and we're trying to help them discover what their dream is. And they say, well, I wanna run a, a business or I wanna get into real estate. And you're like, okay, tell me more about that. And you're like, well, because 
once I have a really strong real estate portfolio and I've got all this passive income, then I can. Or once I build a business and sell it and I have a, you know, a big windfall of money, then I can. And you realize that the goals that they're talking about, you know, as you were just saying, like if, if, if you took it at face value, the majority of the people that we coach want to be an entrepreneur. And that's not a bad goal. We're entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. Some people genuinely want that, but most of the people we talk to are just saying it because that's because the hurdle. Because that's how they're <laughs> going to get the money to do their actual dream. And so they come up with these shadow dreams. Mm. Shadow. Um, and anyway, so it can actually block you from thinking of what you actually want because you're just saying like, well, first step is to get the money to do it. Totally not true. Yeah, so you can hack that. And say, like, so say you go down that natural path and you start thinking of all the ways you imagine you're going to get money so you can then do what it is you actually are interested in and enthusiastic about and that's on your heart, however you describe those aspirations that would help you be more enthusiastic about the life you're living and what you're contributing. You can, you can start down that path, making your money earning plans, and then what you really want to focus on is what do you want the money for? And that's fine if it's, if it's like a, a crutch to help you get to what it is you actually want. Um, but most people talk about money because they're trying to figure out how, and it's really important first to focus on what. So what do you want the money for? If money were no object, if you had a billion dollars, like what is it that you actually want to experience and contribute in the world. That's what we want to get to. And then once you know that, there are so many more creative ways uh, to get there that might not take as much money as you think. Can I share a story from, I can't, help me remember the name of this book. It's The Vagabond. Oh it? yeah, Rolf Potts. Yeah, uh, what's the Vagabonding. Name of, the, it's called Vagabonding. It's excellent. Such and a good book. Our daughter Karina gave us this book you know and so well, I was, she let us borrow it yeah <laughs> we gave it to her and she let us borrow it <laughs> so i'm reading it and i'm gonna paraphrase this there's a story where it's talking about the movie wall street which i don't remember seeing it was kind of like a 1980s movie and i think charlie sheen was in it and in the scene as it's described in the book he's saying to you know they're all kind of miserable in their wall street jobs and just grinding out you know long hour days and weeks and and he says, yeah, I'm just going to make a pile of money and then I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to go ride my motorcycle across Mongolia. Mm. And it's kind of this exotic, adventurous dream. And the guy writing the book, he's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because he says, do you know how little money it takes to ride a motorcycle across Mongolia? <laughs> you know, yeah, you buy a flight to wherever you go to start riding your motorcycle across Mongolia. And then... You're probably going to buy a used motorcycle there, which is not going to cost a lot of money. And then your main expense is going to be gas and food in Mongolia, which is also going to be not a lot. And so it's like, you know, okay, let's just say this guy's wildest dream costs somewhere between two and $10,000. Like the whole reason he's grinding out his, his prime years is to do this thing that's going to cost a few thousand dollars. And so to, to your point, Emily, which is saying like, you don't need to, you know, 
retire with a pile of you know money or you know like have a seven figure windfall to go ride your motorcycle across Mongolia you just say like I actually just need a few thousand dollars and a window of time to do it in and how much do you think it would be worth worth to that Wall Street impresario you know Wall Street trader whatever to be able to have a conversation with someone to let them know what's actually possible for them in their life that they're taking the hard way around and they could save not only <laughs> thousands of dollars, but thousands of hours, thousands of hours and actually get after the things that they want to be doing and having ex new experiences and meeting new people. And so anyway, and uh, you know, I don't want to just a little shout out to, to those mentors that come along in our life. And, and if we can be those mentors for you, great. But if you find somebody else who helps you see, like it doesn't have to be as hard as you think it has to be, let me save you some years. As we like to say in our family, why make it hard when you can let it be easy? Mm -hmm. And so not to hammer this hard, too hard, or you know, try to drive it home too hard. What we found in our own personal adventures, yes, we lived on a sailboat just so you know, for less than it cost us to live on land. I'll just say that, you mm -hmm. know, details in the book. And we found all kinds of ways to travel the world that were outside of the need for money. We just found creative ways to do it. And, and we love talking about it. We love teaching people. That's one of the things we do when we coach. But I would just say that, like to your point, what do you want the money for? And don't let hitting some arbitrary number of a million dollars or $5 million or a hundred thousand dollars, whatever, you know, hitting some arbitrary number be, Oh, well that's the tripping point where we actually start to do the actual dream. Cause then that's just, that's just a moving target that will always be, you know, once you get there, you're like, Oh, well it's actually, I can't walk away from this money-making machine right now. Now I'm entangled and in it. Golden handcuffs. A anyway, uh, I have one other question about money yeah. uh, that maybe we could talk about this idea for a minute. And that is, how does a big dream or a really ambitious undertaking help us if we are in a money pinch? It's not like, oh, I need to get this much money so that I can do my dream, but I'm in a hole and I'm feeling pretty discouraged about trying to get out of it. I think a lot of people are in that situation uh, right now with um, interest rates the way they are and all all of that stuff that's going on with our economy. So that can be another one where someone might say like, oh, I don't really. Let's, let's paint a picture. Yeah. You got a, you got a bunch of credit card debt mm -hmm. or you've got a, a, a crushing mortgage or you've been laid off or what other terrible financial things can happen or. Yeah. Maybe a, you have a bunch maybe. of medical bills. There's been a med medical um, situation come up in your family that's required a lot of expensive treatment or whatever stocks you've invested in have gone south instead of north <laughs> okay <laughs> well, whatever right. it might be whatever whichever these scenarios you relate to you're you're in a money pinch so what your question is why how can money how, how can how can a big dream help when you're stuck worried about money okay i'll tell you what i think all right i think that first of all that is a very discouraging frustrating Worry, can be a worrisome place to be, full of anxiety or anxiousness, um, full of heaviness, bad sleep, bad health. And 
none of that is helpful. None of that is helpful. Whereas when, in a nutshell, when we are trying to run away from something, there's no joy in that. There's no joy in running away from something or trying to, you know, you could say digging yourself out of a hole is it's better than digging yourself into a hole, but it's not terribly inspiring. Mm, mm-hmm. It doesn't have a lot of draw. But allowing yourself to entertain the idea of something beautiful and fun and adventurous in your future and have something to move toward, that's motivating. That's mm-hmm. exciting. That's... Um, lifting it's hopeful it's hopeful it's like oh once this isn't going to last forever i'm resilient once i make my way out of this i'm yes i'm going to get out of the the um discouraging situation i'm in but i'm actually what i'm really looking forward to are the things that i'm going to do once i'm across that threshold like i'm not just running away from this pain in my (laughs) current situation, I'm actually deliberately and hopefully running towards something beautiful that I'm really excited about. And that is so empowering. Yeah. And I think that, um, it, as we run toward, because some, somebody might say, well, you know, I, isn't that just delusional? Isn't it delusional to think that, you know, oh, I've got, $50,000 in credit card debt or whatever, pick your number, you know, or $200,000 in student loans. And to say, I'm going to think about, I'll just say riding my motorcycle across Mongolia because that's the one, the example we've been using, but isn't that just delusional? And if, and if not, why not? Any thoughts? Well, the thought I have is that when you talk to any like financial planner or um, a debt expert, they're going to help you because <laughs> it's emotional. How we feel about money is emotional. It's not just the cold, hard facts on a spreadsheet. And they are going to tell you, how is it going to feel when this burden isn't on your back anymore? And then what are you going to do with the money you're currently giving to lenders? What are you then going to do with it? Because it is a tried and true method for helping you keep your hopes up and be looking forward to something while you um, engage in these new habits that are required. I'm just saying it's not that inspiring to, to um, want to change your habits and change your mindset to avoid some pain. It's more inspiring to be looking forward to something being like, oh, this is getting me closer to something I really want instead of getting me farther away from something I don't feel comfortable with. And and I'll say this. I think one of the benefits of having something to move towards is that it puts you, it puts you in a better frame of mind, like you said. And I think that what happens is that if you're hopeful, if you're optimistic, you're going to come up with better ideas, actually like practically more helpful, more progress making solutions than you ever will coming from a place of anxiety or worry or fear. And it sharpens your focus about how you're going to use your resources because like, again, just the idea that it's not inspiring. If you're looking at, Oh, am I going to say, for example, take my family out to dinner tonight? And you're looking at 
no, I'm not going to do it because I have this burdensome debt and I need to pay it off. So this money is going to go towards that instead. Then every time you're making that choice, you're thinking about this unsuccessful situation, this sort of negative situation. But if you're thinking, am I going to take, are we going to go out for dinner tonight? And you're maybe thinking, oh, we want to take a trip to Mongolia. We're just going to stay with the theme. Then you're like, oh, would I rather go out to dinner or would I rather be moving towards my trip to Mongolia? And it feels like a success. It feels like you're empowered and you're deliberately moving to something awesome that you're excited about. And yes, all along the way, you're <laughs> paying off your debt, but it 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 feels better. Right? Not, not going out to dinner is moving you towards Mongolia. Yeah. Whereas if you're in that discouraged mindset, you're always like, well, I deserve a little reprieve and you'll be more likely to feel, fritter feel money away on, on little things. But if you're like, oh no, we have like this really ambitious goal and we're going to do this thing, me and my spouse or me and my kids or me and my buddy, whatever it is, then you're like, yeah, I can wait. I can wait. I can wait. It just, like I said, it sharpens your focus and how you're going to use your time, your resources, and it really gives you something to look forward to. I say this from personal experience because when we decided that we wanted to live on a sailboat, the idea came when we were broke. <laughs> True story. <laughs> and Beyond broke. Beyond broke, and we had just learned of a like lifelong diagnosis our, for our youngest that we just found out she had Down syndrome and we didn't know what it meant. And there were all kinds of like uncertainties in our life. But we uh, came up with this idea that we were really excited about and the whole family got excited about it. And so when we had to start choosing between this and that, we always made the choices that moved us closer and closer to our dream of living on a sailboat. And for us, it took four years to do that first big dream. If we were going to run the cycle again or if we could go back to... 2010, knowing what we know now, we would have left so much faster. <laughs> and now we do everything faster because now we have a template and that's what we coach people on. But the first go around, that dream was so exciting and so inspiring and so clear and real to us that we said yes to that dream over and over again. And it never really felt like we were saying no to anything because we always wanted to get on a sailboat more than we wanted some of those short-term temporary options. So there's three things we want to hit on this podcast episode. The first one that we've already talked about is don't let your money goal be a block you from what your actual goal is. Think about, yes, no problem with earning money. We're big fans of money. But also, what do you want the money for? And it might cost less than you think, and, it might, and there might actually be a way to do the thing without money at all. And, you know, and we've certainly had that experience. So don't let your money goal become an obstacle or a blind spot for seeing your actual goal. Be willing to go past the money and say, well, if I, assuming I had the money or if there was, or the thing didn't require money. So that's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is having an inspiring goal or a dream or a vision or what we call an island actually helps you get past your money obstacles because it motivates you to have the financial discipline to improve whatever situation you're in, whether it's getting out of debt or getting the cash together to make something happen, whatever it is, it's, it's a lot better. It's, it's better to have something to run towards than to run away from. So that's the second one. The third one I think is this, it can be a game. And this is a small example, but when we were in our apartment in New York, we, it was small. And because we had kids, 
a lot of the stuff that we owned ended up getting beat up because we had four kids. Five, or we just I mean, got it when it was already pretty old. Or, or, or we got it secondhand. Cause, yeah. And so, Emily, you really, really wanted a new couch. You hated the way our – I can't remember which couch. We had various couches. What, whatever it was, we we had never had a new couch. And I really wanted to, like, choose the couch. <laughs> yeah, something that wasn't hand-me-down. Yeah. And so – we we made a deal and I can't remember how the deal came about, I remember. but we made it a game. Yeah, we you made go, it a okay, game because I really wanted a new couch and, and, and Eric said, well, we're not just going to go get a new couch. And he said, how about if we make a game where if we can pay for a new couch from some kind of passive income, then that's when we'll buy the couch. Not when it's just coming straight out of our paycheck, but when it's this other approach to to getting money. And so um, we made a very small investment in a, a show that, that gave a return. Yeah, and once, I was working in the theater industry, which yeah, is in why the we were in industry. New York. Yeah, and, and so when the royalty checks came, we were able to go buy a brand new couch. And I got it from Ikea. So, you know, this isn't going to be in Architecture Digest magazine, but it was... I, I remember. It was $800. Like, <laughs> it was not like custom-built couch or something. It was like an Ikea... But that's... That was a chunk it's of It's a change. chunk of money. Yeah, 800 yeah, bucks is 800 Yeah, you could do bucks. a lot with that money. And, and it was the size and the shape and the color and with washable and uh, everything. It was, ex- it was exactly what I wanted. I think it was the first couch we ever paid for. Is that true? No, we we our first couch was twenty five dollars, and that was also a good one. But this <laughs> <laughs> we've come a long we've come way. a long way. But anyway, it was a great couch. We all loved that couch, and um, that's how we did it. Though we made it a game. I was like, oh, that lets me know that at some point I am gonna get my couch, but I have to earn enough, you know, passive income points that I can then transfer over to have turn that into a new couch, and it was. It was so awesome, and we both felt good about it when we got it. it. Didn't have to come out of our regular budget; it came out of this that passive was fun. income. Yeah. So okay, so the third one is let it be a game. Money, I, I know money is serious. Of course, it's real, and it makes real things happen, and it makes real things feel out of reach, all that. But if we can just lighten up a little bit and let it be fun, and let it be a game, and maybe just try seeing it differently, try letting it be not serious, try letting it be whimsical or delightful and maybe if we just think about money a little bit differently we'll interact with it differently and so anyway let it be a game so those are the three things um i would say just don't let the money goal block you from your actual goal have something to run towards instead of just run away from and maybe have fun with it let it be a game anything else that you want to say about money today i don't want to say anything else about money today that's enough. Okay. Yeah, I think that's enough for right now. There's there's so much that you can say. But I think if you found any value, had some good takeaways, we hope that you'll subscribe, um, give us a review, or mm. maybe even the best thing, maybe the algorithm loves um, reviews the best. But we'd love it if you would share this with somebody else who you think might benefit from it or who you want to talk about these things with say hey why don't you listen to this podcast and then we can talk about it how we want to 
do some of these things in our life, modify their suggestions, whether we agree, disagree, and yeah, share it with a, someone you love. So just to loop it back to the beginning, remember Fezziwig Day is coming up February 8th. That's our personal family holiday, and we'd love to celebrate with you. So everybody that goes to theawesomefactory.nyc forward slash discovery. This will be in the links. And signs up for a discovery call. The first 10 people are going to get cinnamon rolls delivered to your door by us. People our in treat. the United States of America. People in the United States. and, and Continental and, and, and. U.S. <laughs> Boy, lots of like... <laughs> You're like a walking asterisk. Like the fine print. Yeah. yeah, you are the fine print. <laughs> also, if you want to sail with us in 2024, we've got an also another cool landing page. So just go to our website, theawesomefactory.nyc forward slash sailing 2024. There's some great info there about our upcoming trips or just the trips in general, the trips in general. And then we'll get on a call and we'll fill you in and see if it's a match. But now's but, the time because they're 40 to 50% off. Yeah. So. This year we're doing some deep, deep discount stuff while we explore new places for us. Plus it's the middle of winter and it's so nice to have a warm sailing trip to look forward to as you sit through whatever January weather, February weather you're sitting through. I know it's cold here. So yeah, anyway, for sure. That's everything I got. Hey, we always love to end this podcast by asking what could go right. Thank you for listening. <laughs>